new new world <laughs> new normal world world normal new new world normal 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 good morning welcome to New world normal. I'm here with Vicky for episode eight. Hi, Vicky. Hi, Greg. Good morning. I just want to say we look good first thing in the morning, man. We always do. I'm always like, look at flawless. We wake do. up flawless. flawless. Is a word. <laughs> uh, I got these '70s uh, record producer cocaine wearing sunglasses this week, and I you look like Elvis in those glasses. I love these glasses. I don't know why. <laughs> They're, just, they're, they're cool hitting. as fuck. They're hitting right now. And you know what it is? They're yeah. not so dark. Like I can wear them inside. <laughs> right. <laughs> like we're, right. Like the, we're, we're up in uh, Minnesota. I'm recording a record with some friends and uh, we went to a winery yesterday and I just left them on and I liked it. I felt good. I'm like these are my protectors. Isn't it weird? You yeah. put like something on like, like a hat or a piece of clothes and you feel like you step into a different personality. Are you like that? No, I do that all the time. Yeah. I could see I do that, that all the time. Sometimes it's like a hat for me. Usually it's a hat. Like I love hats, like all kinds of different kinds of hats. But yeah. for some reason, when I put one on, it's like, oh, that bitch. Yeah. <laughs> like people get into fashion and I get it. Like you could step into this different persona, you know, like I, yeah, I think it's hard. Maybe it's harder for like cis straight white dudes, but I don't know. It's fun. Like when I, <laughs> when I put on a certain like hat or like, these sunglasses or something. I feel like I can put on a little different personality. Oh yeah. I love it. Or maybe it accentuates a different part of the personality. You know what I mean? Yeah. Bring, bring the out, bring the inside out. You, um, you've been going out a lot. Uh, so you're going out again this weekend. That's another, I mean, like this is like a running theme. Well, you know, I'm like pretty much free this summer. So it's kind of like, all I have is work. So pretty much if I'm not working, I'm doing, you know, having adventures. Did I, What's wrong did with I that, read, Greg? Hot girl summer. I, I'm not saying anything's wrong with it. I'm jealous. <laughs> did I read that you finished your degree thing you were working on? Yes, I did. Yeah, I, I did. I guess woo-hoo. I'm now officially a data scientist. See, and you can take data scientism into your dating world and you can Oh yeah. Oh my god. You so can map all the men let me, you're hanging out with. <laughs> let me tell you the funniest story. So last night I was I was I was just BSing with my friend and I said, Let me I think I could find the perfect person for you. Let me ask you some questions. He was like, <laughs> All right, recruiter. And I literally asked him very detailed questions for like 30 minutes. And he was like, Send me all those notes all those notes. He's like, I really think wow. I could find my perfect person. Literally, I was asking about everything, like from like, what do you want them to look like to what do you want their personality to be like to what do you yeah. want their family and friends relationship to be like? Pads, no pads, red wine, white wine. Like I was really like getting into it. <laughs> He's like, send me all those notes, but hey, maybe I'll take it and apply it to that world. Help I think- people find the one. Yeah, I think there's a good Venn diagram <laughs> between your recruiting life and data science for sure. I see it. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. So I won't be I, just talking. I'll be talking intentionally with some data. <laughs> right. 
I find you have yeah. to be very careful if you help people with dating. Like, there's like a fine line that you can't cross over. Like, it's one thing if someone hands me their phone and asks me. Like, I have a friend who he'll find someone on Tinder and he wants me to write the like the opening salvo to. <laughs> That's which hilarious. I love doing. I love doing it because he's yeah. like afraid and he's like, I don't know. So I'm always like super bold and he always gets responses when I write them because he... You I should think, start a business doing that. I'm sure there's tons of bots out there that will do that for you. I'm sure AI has that covered. Oh my God. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's I think it's great. It feels like every week when we talk, you're, you're more and more excited about the the next adventure that you're going on for, you know dating or or going out to bars i'm it's it's lovely to to live vicariously through you yes that's for now i mean i'm an ambivert so that means at some point in time i'm gonna go in the cave you're gonna you're gonna go back gone. inside yeah absolutely i'm starting to get worn out now it's okay it's okay you got to recharge we've been uh my yep. two dear friends from years ago are with me and we're up at the cabin up on the lake uh and we're recording we've been recording a record all week and uh, we're, we're done today, so tonight's our night to hit the town. And by hit the town, it's like a pop- <laughs> population of like 3,000 people. Oh, that's that's going to be a party. <laughs> There's two bars. Those people are tight. There's two bars. People <laughs> just walk between them. Oh, yeah. They probably know everyone, too. That's probably do. dope, though. All right. Hey, let's talk about this hey. one. Let's. I think we should start dark and then go light. So let's talk okay, about let's this. Do it. Nearly a hundred people are missing as an oceanfront Miami area building collapses. This is the stuff of nightmares. Reuters.com uh, rescue crews picked through tons of rubble on Thursday looking for survivors after the collapse of part of an oceanfront apartment tower overnight near Miami. God, this is... Did you read all this? I I didn't read the full article, but I was listening to it on the news yesterday and I was looking at the pictures, and I was feeling for those people. Like, what caused the 40-year-old high-rise, that's not that old, to tumble into a heap in a matter of seconds was not immediately known. Though A local official said the 12-story tower was undergoing roof construction. Oh, my God. Did you see these pictures? It's like it, someone blew it up. Yeah. Yeah. It does look like an explosion. I feel really sad for the people. In this building, because you're just like chilling at home. And then you're dead. And then you're dead or you're trapped. <laughs> I mean, I'd rather be dead than trapped. 100%. Oh my God. Did you see the movie about 9 11 where that's the, about the last two firefighters that they found? Uh-uh, no. 9 11. I never saw that. It's, it was, uh, it was, I forget what it was called. Maybe it was called like the Twin Towers or something like that. But it's about, I think Nicolas Cage is in it. And it's like literally the whole movie is them trapped under all the rubble. And it's just... Oh my God. It's like a a nightmare for someone with claustrophobia. Oh my God. I'm super claustrophobic. So yeah, that would be terrifying for me. Being on the bottom is way worse too, because at the top, they're more likely to find you quicker. At the bottom, you're just like... And you probably don't hear anything... Nope. It's probably, I don't know. I, I, my heart goes out to them and their families because that must be terrifying to be a family member and like, you know, stressed out and worried about where your person is. Well, I, this phrase totally pancaked. I don't like that. Someone's going to get sued. Well, this is like we talked about a couple of weeks ago, like all these buildings and infrastructure that was built years ago. No one's minding the store. Like stuff's going to start to fall apart. And it's, I think we're going to see headlines like this more often where it's like buildings or bridges or, you know, natural. Oh, a bridge did just collapse. A pedestrian bridge collapsed. I don't remember where it was. I think it was in Philly. No way. 
It, yeah, there was a. It crashed over the highway. Like there was like people injured. It was like damn. Philly pedestrian fuck? bridge. Yeah, this is what we're M- talking about because that glass bridge that collapsed a couple of weeks ago in China. Yeah, it's just like everything's crumbling. Like what the fuck? The Ben Franklin bridge collapse. Oh no, it was Washington D.C. Oh yeah, DC. Here we my go. Bad. Here we go. Hold on, we, we're doing something <laughs> new on New World Normal. We're, <laughs> we're pivoting to another headline: pedestrian bridge collapses onto DC highway. Yeah, on the highway. Yeah. Ooh, this looks. You nasty. never imagine you're you're walking across that. It's gonna just collapse. Yeah, looks like no one. All died. those cars. But look at these cars that are crushed. That's crazy. That's insanity. Okay. Yeah, so crazy. You heard it here first. Things are going to start to go <laughs> wrong, people. Be careful. Well, even like here in San Francisco, I'm not in San Francisco right now, but where I live is San Francisco-ish. The big orange bridge, the Golden Gate, you know, they just put all those reinforcements on it. I don't know if you read about this. They, they reinforced the no. pedestrian walkways. <laughs> you haven't read about this? Oh, my this? gosh. So they reinforced no. them with some sort of... Uh, in some sort of way where they make this howling noise. Yeah. Like people, I've heard the howling it. noise. Yeah. And it's like, it's, it's like haunting. It's like, yeah, it is haunting. Like that bridge is scary. Away. Anyway, that bridge is scary. Anyway, I saw the drop after I saw the drop. I was like traumatized about that bridge. What's the drop. Was that a movie? Yeah. It was about all the people that commit suicide off golden gate. Oh, right. And it had like some like videotape thing that people like pacing. They were telling the story with the family, um, like up what up and led to this. And then like the person, one person survived though. Yeah. One person out of all the people. That one guy that survived, doesn't he go on tour and tell people not to commit suicide? Is that that dude? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I was just like, whoa. He was describing how it felt. I was like, no, dude. But yeah, every time I see that bridge, it's like haunting to me. I mean, it's pretty, but it's just, I don't know. It's a bold. Thinking about uh, that. It's a bold step to jump off. Yeah. I just want to (laughs) say. Yeah, it is. Oh my God. But once you jump, you're you're out there thinking about it. um, Don't. Or don't do it. If you do, God bless. Yeah, I don't do it. All right. On a lighter note, yeah, woman wore (laughs) the same Hawaiian shirt to 264 Zoom meetings. That no one noticed. The first month, I was like, "This is really funny," and then it'd be like, "Oh, I'm still wearing this." Huffington Post. I mean, here's the thing. I think of all the things I've read about Zoom meetings, this is probably the the least harmful to other people. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I mean, this is just <laughs> this is just basically making a woman feel very irrelevant because right. no one noticed. That's so crazy. Yeah, I like, wonder if people were talking about it behind her back. That's that would be really messed up. I mean, I would have made a jo- if I was her coworker. After like three days, I'm like, girl, is that your favorite shirt? <laughs> yeah, you just call it out. I got to say, it looks really good on her. Yeah, it does look good on her. Really? Yeah, like I think and literally, I mean, this, this interview, yeah. look at her hair. I like how she has her hair on the side and like, yeah, good look. She's a cute girl. Yeah, yeah. but they didn't notice. They like, probably was, weren't paying attention. Well, here's people the, are on like, Zoom, but they're not really not. coherent sometimes. And I think you know? uh, this, this, I also stand by my theory that when people are on zoom calls, they just look at themselves. <laughs> oh, absolutely. People do <laughs> stare at themselves. It's like, a, I absolutely. have, <laughs> I've like trained myself not to do that. 
Like I'll turn off my own camera once in a while. <laughs> it's so hard to resist. Like I'm looking at you right now, but now I'm looking at myself and you can't tell the difference. You can't, you can't see where the eyes are. Oh my God. I try to look at the gallery. Like, you know, I have myself in the corner, but I try to look at the gallery. So I don't like when it's the speaker. Like when you set it to speaker settings, it's like a we're big like, ass picture of the I person who's talking to you. I hate like, that. Go. I don't want to see your Just flaws. talk to me from the crowd. Yes. Be out among us. Seriously. Well, wasn't yes. there that CNN guy a couple, what was it, like a couple months ago that was caught like masturbating on a Oh call? my God. That's so crazy. I'm sure that's happened a lot because not everybody requires you to have your cameras on. Right. Because they have to be inclusive of people that are more introverted that don't want to be on camera yeah. or people that have like shit going on with their families, you know? Well, sometimes like- I've noticed you know, that. I mean, we'll I'll babysit sometimes. I got the kid in my lap, so I turn my video. Yeah, on. yeah. But if it's it's also like, what is it about where we are in society that someone feels the need to masturbate in that situation? There's already been like perverts for days on the planet. <laughs> they were probably doing it other ways and just getting away with it. I mean, I worked in a prison. And I've seen some pretty creative ways that people masturbate. Oh my god. It's yeah. Is there is there anything you could share with our, our I, I it's, about it's pretty sickening masturbating in in, in their cell? Oh, it's it's pretty sickening. Like tapping with their foot with to a string that's attached. Tapping with like I've heard like all kinds of things. So oh like, my goodness! Yeah. So the string is attached <laughs> to their genital. Yeah, and then that's like a they're like pulling a, with their foot. They have, yeah. Huh. You got to be creative when you're in prison, I guess. I don't yeah. know. I don't know. I'm pretty sure there's other ways. I'm pretty <laughs> sure there's other ways. I think like most people uh, my age in America, everything I learned about prison, I learned from watching Shawshank Redemption. Oh, really? You didn't watch Oz? <laughs> everything I learned about prison, I learned from Oz. <laughs> okay, I'm trying then to Then I think. worked in one. And I was like, damn. What, what media did taught me about prison, I think? I would say definitely Shawshank Redemption. Probably, what was that movie? Uh, Natural Born Killers. There's oh. got to be. Was there a prison? No, I was thinking The Wire. I didn't see Oz. I couldn't watch Oz. It seemed very... Oh, loud. my God. Oz was... Uh, uh, Oz <laughs> was so good. Yes. Such realistic? a good show. As someone who worked in a prison, was it realistic? Um, I mean, I'm sure that kind of stuff goes on behind the scenes. Like, they kind of hide a lot of stuff from the guards. Yeah. But, like, I did see some things, but... You should check it out. It's like a long ass series, though. Some, <laughs> it's like a long toe tapping. Um, I mean, it's got some. It's it's something. Wait, were you? Was the prison uh, mixed or male female female? No, it was a male prison. It was a close security one. It was in Georgia. Oh wow! In the middle of nowhere. And yeah. you were a prison guard in a male prison. Yes, I, I was. Like that. That's that's excellent. And maybe yeah, I was. Traumatic. And is there anything we need to discuss further, or should we move on? No, let's definitely move on. Lots of lots of scars and trauma. Vicky, you've served your time. I just want to thank you for your yeah. service. Thank uh, you. A, thank you a, for your support. In a, in a terribly <laughs> flawed, broken, uh, misogynist, uh, racist system. Oh and let's move God. on. <laughs> Speaking of misogyny, Britney Spears. Oh, um, man. Look, I... Free I Britney. Really, I don't follow a lot of stuff like this. However... This one has really, I've been really obsessed with the Britney Spears stuff. And I think part of it is because there is such a system to keep like people like this down, you know? 
and it's been in place for. She's so like long. a slave. Yeah. She so any and she's so, on Instagram like what the. F- well, so for those of you that um, don't know the story, she's she's basically gone to uh, a judge to say that her conservator conservatorship is abusive and illegal. And she's been 13 years it. in this. I think it's 13 years in this conservatorship. And so the the I think it was the judge said, I'm going to put your testimony public because she came to speak or was on a video to speak. So you can read, it's on NBC News, I'm sure it's elsewhere, but you can read her full statement about it. And it's it's kind of fucked up. Like how they've made her like yeah, all these shows and the drugs and stuff. They they put her on drugs. I mean, I, it kind of reminds me of this Black Mirror episode that Miley Cyrus starred in, where it's basically these pop stars are just vessels, and they're like controlled by these giant like teams that are just making money off their corpses, basically. And it's fucked up. Yeah, I mean, I've been worried about her, like. She's on Instagram and it's just like something's off. Like yep. I think a lot of people feel that way, but we all like love her, so we're just like trying to be supportive fans. But it's just like been weird, like just how she looks. Like it's just so different than how we remember her. Like yeah. for the kids nowadays, I think they're just kind of like you know always known her like that now. Right. <laughs> but like we, young yeah, young Britney was the shit. She was everything. She she still is everything, but... Here's the thing. They basically... Even this judge seems to be in on it, where they want... They're saying she has to be reevaluated. It's kind of like she's in prison, and she's trying to get parole. Um, But she's really specific. Like, my family has lived off my conservatorship. I won't be surprised if one of them has something to say going forward and say, we don't think this should end. We have to help her. Like, this whole thing. They're basically uh, exploiting her mental her mentalness like her her state of of mind which they it seems like based on this with the therapists and the drugs they're putting her on they want they want her to stay fucked up so that they can keep making money off of her wow and it it, it seems i mean we can talk about misogyny or we can talk just about like you know exploiting you know exploiting someone and um it looks like even like if you read through this whole thing like she's not even allowed to like hang out with her boyfriend when she wants to She's not allowed to go places without like a handler. That's, so that's sad. That sounds like slavery to me. It is slavery. And, and it it's sounds like legal slavery. Yeah, it sounds like she's like trying to come out of it on her own. That's the hard part. There's no one on her side. And do you remember that dude years ago that was like crying on the internet? Free Britney. Oh yeah. Leave Britney alone. <laughs> yeah. He was right. <laughs> And he went on to become a viral YouTuber. He was one of the first. Yeah. But they were saying that she was like, <laughs> she was like doing all these like signs with her eyes and stuff in her. In yeah. Her. Yeah. I heard. But she just looked like she was just like something was wrong. That's how yeah. she just looks like makeup running. Like I'm like Brittany. And then she's always, I think everybody wonder why she's always dancing and like in her living room. And it's just like, she's in, she's literally enslaved. Yeah. Her location is always the same. Like she's never outdoors. She's never like, out. Here she's I am. not out and around. And I know she like loves her kids. Cause I remember like she, she really cares about her kids and they got taken from her. Um, and like, I mean, that must be hard too. Yeah. I feel for her. 
because well, everybody labeled her as crazy. I feel like that's what yeah. they did to Kanye West too. They just like yep. the world is so easy and quick to like cancel Vicious. and call people crazy yep. and not really care about mental health when half the world is fucking crazy. Yeah. You know, everybody has problems. So it's just kind of like really fucking whack. Yeah. The exploitation crazy. Is, is what blows my mind. And she talks about yeah. how she's like had to keep doing these like Vegas residencies when she was exhausted and had to go like fucked sh- up, straight man. from her room to the stage and back. Like it's just ugh. anyway. Brittany, we stand with you. I wish you Yes, the best. we do. We love you, um, Brittany. We love you, Brittany. Stay Brittany. Leave her alone. <laughs> Leave Brittany alone. Free Brittany. All right. Before we get to the UFOs, which I'm excited about, I think we should do <laughs> <laughs> what's what's one of our favorite topics here on New World Normal? Hey. Animals striking back. <laughs> Here's one from NBC News. Western drought has brought another, whoa, voracious grasshoppers. Okay, so we were worried about the cicadas a couple weeks ago, and then we had the rats in Australia, and now we have voracious grasshoppers federal agriculture officials are launching what could become their largest grasshopper killing campaign since the 80s an outbreak of their drought loving insects and the cattle ranchers fear they will strip bare the public and private rangelands i guess they're worried that the grasshoppers are going to take all what's left of like the the land for the cows to feed on is what it looks like where like where the hell did this happen this is in, it looks like, blah, 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 blah. In central Montana, yeah, Phillips Montana, County. Yeah. And it looks like this is just another, you know, thing when we're thinking about what's Large happening. numbers of grasshoppers. Oh, my God. With the climate. So, the basically, there was a, basically, there was a grasshopper infestation, right? <laughs> they're going to spray 3,000 square miles with some pesticide. Oh, great. Let's uh, really ruin the land just because of the grasshoppers. This is crazy. Widespread spraying will kill numerous insects, including spiders and other grasshopper predators, as well as struggling species such as monarch butterflies. Great. Let's just throw more chemicals on the land. This is just so fucked up. When I was in Iraq, they had a locust infestation. So we had like locusts were in our living quarters, jumping around in the (laughs) shower. Um, They were like popping. It was, it was kind of like, this but someone tried to prank me they put it in like a to-go food box and gave it to me like it was my food that's not opened cool. it and it was a big ass locust comes flying out of there we had problems with like crickets so um like hopping i would be in my room like with my laptop i mean and there would be like a cricket gross that would just like jump and yeah it was pretty bad over there. This is crazy. I don't well, like critters. I, I, I can't. We've cause the problem is now everything's so off balance that like we're Ugh. screwing with, with all the land and nature and blah, 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 that this is, that yeah. everything is like a, everything's a hammer. Like now they're coming in and they're going to spray everything because this, you know, whatever the ranchers are afraid of losing their crops. But then you read between the lines and it's like, what'd they say? There's like, uh, ranchers can't get money for, like they have no recourse when vegetation gets destroyed. Like if they were not ranchers, if they were farmers, they would get yeah ta- uh, insurance money. But because they're ranchers, they can't. 
It's just so fucked up how they have this all set up. That's fucked up. That is but so then, crazy. You know, I don't know if you've been following the war on meat, which I've, I'm a big, I've been following. I just the know there's no chicken wings. So Rick Ross created thigh stop. That's all I know. <laughs> well, there's this, you know, uh, there's a lot of financial <laughs> money and incentives behind, you know, what I like to call, um, you know, patent foods, you know, like mm. impossible burgers and beyond meat under this guise yeah. that's going to make the world better. But I don't, I think what we have to do is come up with responsible farming again and get back to, yeah. the, you know, the idea of rotating crops and, and, and using the land, uh, which feeds us not like building shit in a lab that, you know, we can put on the stock market for people to eat. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that is so crazy. Yeah. Like, okay, maybe... The food we eat is not really food. No. <laughs> and, like, maybe we don't need an impossible Whopper. Maybe we need to uh, explain to people why they should grow their own vegetables. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's just so backwards. Yeah. It's it's no different than the stuff we were talking about with, like, being being proactive about your health versus yeah. constantly t- taking a drug for, like, you know, your, your you know, symptoms. True. Which they never talk exactly. about. Exactly. You know? Yep. Getting to the root, the source. Yeah. Like, let's talk about heart disease. Let's talk about diabetes. Let's talk about what people eat. I don't think the Impossible Burger is going to change any of that. (laughs) No, it's not. What is it made out of? It's like made out of, it's, it's lab, right? It's It's like, I think it's soy based, but then there's this stuff called Hemi. It's like a Hemi fake. It's all fake. And it's got like 37 patents. It's all patented. Yeah. I tasted the ground beef. It was like really good. And you've tasted the Impossible Whopper? Yeah, like I was in some some swaggy grocery sure. store in San Francisco. Sure, of course. Hmm, you go figure. Yeah, and um, someone was out there with samples of Impossible ground beef. Well, look, and what it was you really realize, seasoned. It was good. That's what you like, realize. Mm. You could throw mayonnaise, ketchup, and you know mustard on anything, and it's going to taste pretty good. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. We don't. It's, it's so scary. <laughs> but you know what? We really need to talk about. UFOs. Reuters. (laughs) The U.S. government prepares to issue its landmark report on UFOs. I have been waiting for this. Oh, yeah. Yes, we've all been waiting. I mean, here's the thing. They're out there. The U.S. government, once openly dismissive of UFO sightings, and for decades sparked popular imagination, is poised to issue an expansive account of what it calls unidentified aerial phenomena. I love that they call it that now. They're trying to get away from the... Unidentified UFO. aerial phenomena. Yeah. It's a turning UAP. point... <laughs> it's a turning point for the U.S. military after decades of deflecting, debunking, and discrediting... Oh, those are nice. That's a nice alliteration. Deflecting, yeah. debunking, and discrediting observations of unidentified... Yeah. Hmm. And it's it's funny because so much of this stuff, because I've been following along, like there's videos now of these like, they call them t- the Tic Tac video. That's the famous one. I don't know if you've seen it, where it's like they're tracing a, a UFO and they can't catch up to it. Yeah. Like, it's kind of fucking with them. Yeah, I saw that. I've seen a lot of videos. I mean, it's hard to know what's real and what's fake because in this world of clout chasers, people will create some shit and put it out there like it's real. But... I do believe that UFOs exist and I do believe in that Navy pilot or I'm sorry, the air, the, was it the air force that caught it on? Or was it the Navy? One of them. I think it was one. Yeah. Yeah. So like that looked so legit. I was like, holy shit. And then it would be really arrogant of humans not to believe that there's other life out there when the universe is infinite. Well, I forget what is it? The Fermi paradox. I forget what it is, which is, I think it's the Fermi paradox, which is, 
if there's other life, they've found us and they're so much more advanced, they're leaving us alone. Or if there's other life, once they find us, they'll just destroy us. <laughs> that's like, yeah, that's, that's like, uh, I might be I wrong mean, on that, but that's kind of basically it. I think they're studying up. us and like watching us and trying to understand why we're so fucking dumb here. Yeah. Well, I just think we've got to be like, so <laughs> why do they act so oh. stupid? And why do they act so stupid on earth? Look at them. Oh, here it is. It's the Fermi yes. paradox named after Italian American physicist Enrico Fermi. Enrico Fermi is the apparent <laughs> contradiction between the lack of evidence for extraterrestrial civilizations and various high estimates for their probability. So there's got to be other life, but either they haven't found us because they're too far away or they found us and we're not worth their time. But, you know, you read a lot of stuff about water like like there's this one theory which i love which is that aliens are using earth it's it's it, they they go underwater and it's like a refueling station for them like when they're like mm -hmm. you know hanging out <laughs> there's like underwater like like basically we're a rest area earth yeah rest i've area. heard like so many different stories about like where like they could possibly be yeah do you believe in like them like taking over people's bodies and like you know, the this, this, the people that tell the stories about, like, alien encounters. Do you believe that stuff? Look, I, I'm i not going to discredit someone that thinks they got abducted, you know? And got abducted the, and like, raped by a fucking alien. Like, literally, some of those back. stories are like that. Yeah. Like, some people are like, so. they're like, I got put into this area. And they're, like, so vivid. Like, they have these vivid... Yeah fucking recall. very detailed and a lot of similarities in their story so i don't know yeah and this was i all don't know i feel like anything's possible anything i think a lot of it to me it, which is interesting is it was before the internet made it possible for us to know these stories they're like classified yeah. like and that's some of the stuff that's coming out which is like these similar stories that like the military have you know they kept under wraps so it's like something's got to be going on some people the other theory is that like we're just there's a more advanced human civilization, you know, if we, you know, if you follow that kind of stuff, like futurism that like, like what you and I know is technology, there's like stuff that's so far advanced that, you know, maybe that could be what we're seeing is like military stuff that some other country is using or whatever. But I don't know. This makes yeah, more sense pretty, to me than, crazy. than Adam and Eve. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Same. I mean, same. <laughs> Seriously. And, and then one day <laughs> she took her rib or whatever. You know, that, there's like, I think the stories about abduction and, and alien sightings and, and all the UFO stuff from the 40s and 50s, they se it seems to make a lot of like it adds up in some way. Okay. So now that we know they exist, does that change how people think about reality? Well, I think like anything else, we're going to need a massive media push, you know? Like, well, yeah. I mean, I, I feel like we just need something that'll bring us all together. And I feel like yeah. us, a, a fucking Independence Day moment where there's a yeah. fucking big, huge fucking flying saucer yeah. over half the fucking earth yeah. will bring us together really quickly. I mean, there's a famous Ronald Reagan quote <laughs> from like 84, 85, where he says what the world needs is like an event to bring us all together, like another yeah. version of aliens or something. It's not enough for like what's happening. It's so sad because there's a lot of messed up things happening in the world and it's, people are desensitized to. But I mean, something that's beyond their understanding. Like literally everybody's on the same page. There's yeah. nobody that can really say anything because no one's experienced it before. Yeah. Something like that. 
Well, like something the, huge. The other problem is there's a whole side of the fence that says even if they say there's aliens, that that's another you know bullshit thing that's being pushed to help you know bring us. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The conspiracy theories. Right. I, I don't. The, the, some of the conspiracy theories they don't understand. They're kind of like the opposite side of the coin. Part of the problem. Yep. So it can also, it's also trying to get people, convince people to believe like your narrative when yeah. people should be like doing their own research. But I believe that there's a lot of things that we believe in that we don't see. Yeah. So like, why can't we believe in other, like, why are we so um, pessimistic about everything? I, maybe yeah. the world has made us that way, but I feel like anything is possible. Like there's so many things that we just don't know. Like I seen yeah. this graph. It was like, we only know like 13% of what's going on. Right. This is the stuff that's actually seen and what's unseen. And it's like, you have no idea why you're here, how you got here, yeah. what's going on behind the scenes, like what's yeah. out there. You've never been to space. You don't know anything. <laughs> so you should, yeah, you should literally entertain. I don't know. Just like look at different perspectives and draw your own conclusions, but don't be quick to kind of shoot other people's yeah, like have an open experiences mind. down. Did you see that movie Interstellar a couple of years ago? It was a while ago now, I guess. I did. That to me makes the most sense is that we're actually, there's multiple time dimensions. So there's things that yeah. are happening in, in like, there's got to be dimensions we can't see. I definitely believe that. Well, yeah. And if the more I get into yeah. meditation, you know, it's all about everything is your consciousness. So if everything is your consciousness, right. that means each one of us has our own reality. So yeah. if you start going farther and farther into that, you're like, wow. Like if there's... It's so there's, subjective. Like. There's got to be advanced <laughs> civilizations that are way beyond, you know? Yeah, of course. If people really think this is it. Yeah. They're crazy. Like yeah. anything is possible. We're not even using half our brain right now. Maybe somebody else's, you know, we don't know. Yeah, exactly. Who else, who else is in exactly. my head? Like sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when I see some dude, walking we're going to the, the rabbit street, hole. <laughs> like, yeah, I'll see a dude walking down the street, like screaming at the sky. I'm like, maybe he's connected and I'm not. Oh, that's so like, funny. Maybe, maybe that guy, like everyone looks at those. Maybe like, he knows. He maybe knows. Maybe that guy's talking he to knows. people that, that I don't <laughs> He's more enlightened than I am. He knows what's going on. Yeah. Like yeah. <laughs> he's on yeah. another, he's on another level. I think the more you just say, I don't know, the easier it is to get through. Yeah, like, exactly. I don't know. I don't know. Like, we don't have to know everything. Yeah. Like it's so stuck in this, like, this is like this. The earth is flat and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, come on. Like, you don't know. You just don't know. Just let it be. Just live. Yeah, exactly. Okay. If aliens came down tomorrow and they said, listen, you're the chosen one, but you can't tell anyone you got to come with us. Would you go? Yes. You would? I would ask if I could take my family. What if they said, no, you got to go on your own? I hope your family doesn't listen to this answer. No, I wouldn't go. You wouldn't? No. Because I don't know what to expect from where they're taking me. And then what if I never get to see my family again? <laughs> but what if they said, everyone dies unless you come with us? Oh, then I'm going. Like, easy. No brainer. <laughs> I don't want people to die. And in our last <laughs> minute, I say, Vicky will sacrifice herself for the good of humanity. <laughs> I say, pay attention to your coworkers. No one should wear the same shirt for 366 days and no one notice. I agree. And I will also say... Care about in, people. If you notice live in them. Miami, you should move. <laughs> yeah, or don't live in a high rise. Like, it's time to buy a house. Yeah. Rent a, a house. home. On real land, not on something yeah. that's going to turn into water or whatever. 
Exactly. Exactly. And, and the last thing Britney. I'll say, free Britney. That's right. Free yes. Britney. Have free a good weekend. Fucking Britney. Have a good weekend, Vicky. Bye bye. Normal. New world normal.